And welcome to another edition of Across the County. Well, we're going to set the news aside for the day because it's driving me crazy. And I'm going to get into something that's a little bit entertaining, but I think worthwhile and good for the soul. And we're going to revisit here in a moment the Twin Sun Film Foundation with two of my favorite people. One of them I'm very excited to talk to because on the last chat I had about the Twin Sun Film Foundation, I wasn't able to talk to him. But Bucketheads 2.0 is the name of the show today. What is Bucketheads, Noah? Well, it is a phenomenal Star Wars fan film came out in 2018 and ongoing web series written, produced and directed by my next guests. First guest you know, had him on the show last time, Marco Bossau is an award-nominated cinematographer and director based in Vancouver. And like myself, he has a passion for all things science fiction, and he brings things that are larger than life, takes these stories, and puts them on the screen that you see, whether it's on the big screen, if it's something that's non-fan film related, or if it's Star Wars, and it's this fan film series, which is a passion project for him, Puts it up there on YouTube, and the quality is outstanding. Andy Brown is his cohort, who I'm very excited to talk to today. An associate cinematographer and award-winning director. And his focus on top-quality film and television really shows with his keen eye for that behind-the-scene lens that really gives him the experience and capabilities to just great, stunning images and thought-provoking stories, which if you watch Bucketheads, you will see that it is just lights out. So before we go any further, Andy Brown and Marco Basal, thanks for coming on across the county. I am so excited about today's chat. Hey, hey, thanks, hey, for, thanks for having us on, Noah. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to make it this time, as I, I clearly couldn't come last time, so good to talk to you. Well, I'm sure you were you were busy with the, uh, the Bucketheads process, so all is forgiven, my friend. <laughs> yes. I think the last number of years I've been busy with the Bucketheads process, so I, I thank you for understanding. Well, it's like we were talking about briefly before we got on the air today, and we're all anxious about episode two coming out for the Bucketheads web series. But you know what? If you want quality and if you watch the series and the 2018 fan film, you're going to see, like so many I've talked to have said, this looks like it's made by Disney and Lucasfilm. And there's a reason why you guys are meticulous with making sure you do this the right way. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think anyone who's who's familiar with Bucketheads, who's seen our uh, Transit Pictures YouTube channel, any of the live streams we've done or the director's commentaries, it's definitely something we've touched on multiple times that our top priority is ensuring that not only do we have a great story that's going to keep people engaged, but that the production value is equally there and that though this is a fan film, it doesn't feel like a fan film. And uh, just as you said that, you know, sometimes unfortunately the timeline uh, is the thing that has to be sacrificed a little bit. So even though we look at it as sort of a slow and steady progression forward, we feel this way gives us uh, sort of the best product to showcase to the fans. I agree a thousand percent. And before we head back into the realm of all things Twin Sons and Bucketheads, etc., if people maybe didn't catch the last chat because I explored this a little bit with Marco, how long have you both been in the filmmaking industry? And did you guys always know individually that this is exactly what you wanted to do? Marco, let's start with you. Sure. Um, I think coming up on about a decade, I really started in earnest in about 2013. Um, been planning a long time to get into film. I think it started around like 14, 15, and it really got into movies and, and realizing, hey, there's, there's a job there, there's a career there, and that's something 
one can actually do. Um, so it's it's been a really amazing journey. I went, uh, I met Andy about two years into that journey in 2015, and um, we just jived right right away and decided that we wanted to make movies together. So um, out of that, uh, we came to make bucket hits. Uh, when was that? 2017, Andy, I believe we started the 2017. Film. Yeah, we released 2018. Yeah. 20. It was uh, it was September long, 2017. We shot it. Exactly. And uh, that was just such a uh, an amazing experience, uh, not just for us, but for everyone who made it with us that we decided we should just keep going because we, we found a really unique opportunity to make something that very, very few people um, could make. And uh, so far, it's it's honestly one of the most fulfilling things I've done in my life. Well, and it's yeah. been tremendous, and I'm glad you got into the realm of filmmaking, Marco, and you're doing Lights Out with Bucketheads. I know we've talked about some of your other projects in the past. We'll maybe get into that at the end of the interview. Andy, have you always known you've wanted to be a filmmaker? Yeah, you know, it was, it was very similar for me as well. Uh, I think sometime during high school, so way, way back when, uh, I, I gained an inkling that this may be the industry for me and some kind of career that I'd like to have for life. Uh, I was very fortunate also starting my career in about 2013 in uh, Calgary, Alberta, in Canada. And uh, from there, I just I jumped over to Vancouver where it looked like there was more work happening. I met Marco, like you said, about 2015. And we each have worked on uh, a vast number of top television and uh, films, um, uh, movies, uh, AAA blockbusters and things like that. So we get a really good understanding of how the professionals make these films. And it's been really fun to translate that into independent practices where sometimes you don't have all the budget or uh, the crew or things that, you know, you'd hope for, but you find ways to make these things happen. And I've been very blessed, like Marco said, to to have jived with him that, um, you know, we, we met each other and sometimes you meet individuals who you kind of click with right away. And this was more than just a social thing for us. It, it clicked on a creative level as well. And, yeah, we looked at Buckethead as sort of our first project to take on together. And it has really ballooned into uh, something far greater that, that touches many more individuals than just Marco and myself at this point. So we're really happy to keep it going. And, uh, you know, we hope we can showcase for the fandom uh, a really great story that we've conceived. Well, it's obviously you guys are having a lot of fun making this project, this ongoing project. And it's still my favorite if you even look at just the 2018 standalone fan film, it's my favorite fan film of all time. I mean, for so many different reasons, probably at least from the perspective of I don't know any other fan film that takes it from the Imperial point of view. And you're almost rooting for these guys. You actually get to see the humanity behind the stormtroopers and who's actually wearing the armor. And hey, you know what? They're they're people, too. And they have families and they have lives, too. Let's get back into the Twin Sun Film Foundation, which without it, none of this is possible. It's the nonprofit arm. It's got the guidelines that allows you to be able to make these fan-based nonprofit films like Bucketheads and the ongoing web series of the same name. Maybe refresh our listeners' minds on when it was created and what the catalyst was for getting into the fan film realm initially when it came to Star Wars. Oh, Mark, you take this one. This, I think the initial, the initial um, getting into the fan film universe sort of had to do with Marco and sort of a journey he had with the 501st charity. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we, when we looked at uh, creating bucket hits, we uh, reached out to the 501st Legion, which is um, a fairly well-known Star Wars cosplaying group for all the Imperial characters. 
And um, we approached them because they have all these costumes that we ultimately ended up using, uh, namely the, the stormtroopers. But at the time, we were obviously also aware that fan films need to be done correctly or else there might be a conflict with the company that holds the rights. In this case, Star Wars, that's Disney. And you don't want to mess with Disney. So we, we did a research and it turns out Disney is incredibly um, nice to fan filmmakers and actually uh, encourages people to make fan films. As sure, you just got to do it the correct way. If you abide by their exactly. guidelines, I mean, you're almost showcasing their Star Wars universe by creating something from what they own. So you guys follow the guidelines. It's a win-win for everybody. Exactly. And I mean, the main thing is uh, they don't want you to make money to, to profit off of the fan films, which is a perfectly legitimate uh, thing to, to ask. So in order to make sure that we do everything by the book, uh, we created a separate nonprofit to handle every financial aspect of making a fan film because obviously things still cost money. They need to be paid for. Um, but because we put it all through a nonprofit, it's all above board and uh, everyone can see in the books that we're doing everything right. You know, I also know that this is probably how you get a lot of your actors and crew, etc. And a lot of them are Star Wars fans as well. So they're, you know, expecting to not to get paid, but they're doing it for the passion of the project, which is so amazing. And I know for the original 2018 project, the Bucketheads fan film, there are about 76 or so people directly involved with this film. That's totally amazing. With the ongoing web series, is that about the same? Or maybe you guys have increased the personnel that are working on the project? Oh, it's much bigger now. I want to say the series is probably around twice the size of that team that was in the short film. And like you said, everyone is a volunteer. That's what this project is built on. It's people who want to make Star Wars. And it's not about uh, making a quick buck or getting paid at all. Uh, it's really just really passionate people who are Star Wars fans and mostly film industry professionals who know how to do these things coming together to create this amazing fan series. Noah here and across the county, we're talking about the Twin Sun Film Foundation and the project out of that from Transmute Pictures, Bucketheads. The 2018 fan film and the web series, the ongoing series, episode two is going to be coming out. We'll be talking about that with just in, in mere moments. So you got to stay tuned for that with Andy Brown and Marco Bossow. Andy, what's been the feedback from around the horn on all things Buckethead so far? Because obviously this has got a great following, including my girlfriend, who I'm kind of launching her into the Star Wars universe slowly and gradually. And I remember showing her the web series, episode one, Ground Zero, and the fan film. And she looked at it. She's like, this is amazing. The special effects. Is this made by Disney? I said, no, these guys are just that incredible. <laughs> you can say next time you can say this is made by future Disney uh, exactly. employees. That's, that's what we hope for. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the response in general has been amazing. I mean, uh, you know, as you can imagine, with this being a uh, release over YouTube, uh, we, we have responses across the spectrum. The vast majority, I think, of people recognize what this is, as we stated very clearly in any communications we have with the fandom, that we, you know, we're not for profit, it's free, uh, it's not an officially licensed piece, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so with that understanding, I think most people look at it and recognize the passion, recognize the uh, intention and, you know, the value we're trying to paint with this story with doing something a, a little bit different than Star Wars traditionally does, right? It's not about the Sith and the Jedi. This is about the, the grunts, the laymen, uh, the stormtroopers, right? Those, those individuals who are at the front lines and perhaps not always in the know of the grander story at hand. So with that in mind, I think most people are quite 
uh, receptive to what we're doing and the story that we're painting. But you always, of course, get, you know, comments of individuals who perhaps understand that uh, uh, the Imperials were based off of Nazis and maybe think that we are trying to uh, extrapolate some sort of message there, which is certainly never the case. You know, I, I appreciate, Noah, that you brought up um, that this is a uniquely structured story and that we're taking the, um, uh, pardon me, the stormtroopers perspective, which I think is important because, you know, again, it is a, a story trying to paint humanity into areas we typically look at as pitch black, as dark, as evil, right? Star Wars has this very crisp morale to it. It shows you what's good and what's bad. And I think when, when Marco and I first conceived this idea, we thought about painting a little bit of gray into that imagery. We wanted to uh, bring some humanity into Star Wars and into those individuals who perhaps are not doing the right thing, um, but for misunderstood reasons. That's an excellent answer. And it really is all about the shades of gray, because at the end of the day, no matter what side you're on, and I'm not even just talking about Star Wars, I'm talking about life. We're all human. And so you really get to see the humanity again of these troopers. And it obviously has a different feel to it. And even though it's not affiliated with Disney's true Star Wars, nor do you make a dime off it, which is, you know, obviously shows your passion for all things Star Wars. Do you still try and stay true going forward to the Lucas and Disney vision of the universe? Even though you have your tweak from the Imperial point of view, do you really want to just say, hey, you know, what? at the end of the day, this is still the same universe. Let's keep true to that vision. Yeah, 110 percent. I mean, we have a number of uh, contacts you reach out to with great Star Wars knowledge so that we'd like to run things by and make sure that the, uh, the language fits or that we're using it properly or uh, even technology. Are, we're very fortunate that a lot of our uh, members on the arts team are very well versed in the production design aspects of Star Wars because those are very important. You know, you can't just slap any piece of technology on anything and look at it and say, this feels like Star Wars. It won't. There are specifics to these things that bring it into that universe. And you can extrapolate that to anything, costumes, props, sound design. You know, it all is, it, it all really does have an intention um, and it, you, you can even look at what era of Star Wars you're looking at, whether it's the original trilogy or the prequels or the new stuff. There's different intention behind every aspect of it. So uh, it, it certainly is something Marco and I, as filmmakers, want to respect. And I think the best films, uh, you know, across any genre do that. They, they look at uh, the history of where they come from. They pay homage and draw certain aspects from it and equally try to try to paint in, um, you know, new impressions and new ideas. You guys definitely show the respect, so hats off to you for that one. And people can also check out TransmutePictures.com, find out about what you guys do together as a team. Find out about the Buckethead series, Buckethead-series.com. Now, the two of you, as I just said, make up Transmute Pictures, and you guys just do stunning, unique work. I absolutely love it. And this Buckethead's venture is no exception. And obvious constraints are on a budget with what you guys can do with this project and how the money is used. And I'll flat out ask you, how do you get near cinema quality work with what you guys are currently doing with the project? Because I hear feedback all the time from people I know directly in my personal life to people out there on the Internet that... Bucketheads is the show. Like when you're talking about a Star Wars fan film or fan series, it's Bucketheads because quality wise, you guys are where it's at. How do you do it? It's honestly a lot of uh, phone calls and emails to people who know how to do things and have stuff that we need to make it. Um, like I said earlier, it's a, it's a 
big volunteer project. And um, we, we've been very fortunate that we've met a ton of people in the film industry and the surrounding areas that um, are very willing and wanting to be a part of the project and help us out either with their, with their skill, their knowledge, or their equipment. So um, ultimately, we ended up in a position where we could really do whatever we wanted to tell a story because someone had the thing we needed to make that happen, be it film equipment, be it a studio, be it set builds, be it the knowledge, how to bring everything into the Star Wars universe with the specific design elements, and then the whole film camera stuff that you need to actually capture it. Um, so it's, it's just been a really awesome experience to see how many people are um, loving this project and wanting to con- con- contribute in their own unique ways. That's absolutely incredible. And so we've all seen, or most of us have, and if you haven't seen it yet, please check out their YouTube channel, Transmute Pictures, and see the 2018 fan film that I've been talking about and the prologue, which is episode one, Ground Zero. It's outstanding. The hard questions now begin, gentlemen. What is the status of episode two, I asked you off the air, and I know it's a touchy question, but everybody's kind of <laughs> clamoring for this new episode to come out. And where are you two at with production? And when can followers, the listening audience, expect it out? And the harder question: What can we expect from it? What's going? What are we going to see? Oh, geez, I suppose it's touchy only because Marco and I feel, I suppose, in some sense, imposter syndrome, and we we simply don't want to let the fans down. We want to ensure people have a good time watching this and they like what they see. So we are working very, very hard on uh, getting the next chapter out, uh, chapter two. And we have one more shooting block left to go. One more, um, you know, compilation of imagery we need to capture before we can piece this all together and release it. There's also some visual effect polishing to be done and some sound work and things like that. Our current anticipated release is either May the 4th or Revenge of the 5th. Uh, so we're very much hoping to hit those Star Wars favorite dates. Uh, and what can you see? Oh, geez, Marco, you, I better hand that harder one over to you. What can they see? What can oh, they a see? nice out on that one, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I can tell you what you're not going to see. Stormtroopers in a forest environment anymore. Um, we, are, we, we have left uh, the, the forest of, of Endor. And we're now you guys are going to change it in, up. Nice. Yeah, exactly. In much more imperial lo- locations, we're going to see the inside of a Star Destroyer and uh, several other small imperial vessels. And they're going to make a trip to the infamous level 1313 on Coruscant. So uh, it's going to be a very exciting mix of locations, and it's going to get much, much darker. That's incredible. I absolutely cannot wait. Are we going to see more of the KR-8 droid in this coming episode? Because I love that thing. Oh, you bet. Yeah, K8 has been uh, a fan favorite, and uh, I, I consider myself a fan of K8 as well. He's uh, an amazing droid, and he's going to show so much more of what he can do in this next chapter. Can't wait to see more personality, too. Oh, yeah. Plenty Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. That, that was a really fun portion of it, honestly, with, you know, all, all the droids in Star Wars have unique personalities, and even, like, the, the beeps and boops they make, right, are, are their language and have tone. That was really a fun adventure was figuring out what is KRH's voice. You know, the droids are fun. It's one of the few things that when people ask me about the latest venture that Disney did, which was the rise of Skywalker, actually one of my favorite parts was seeing Duo. I love that thing. 
Yeah, any any of the introductions of new uh, droids in the Star Wars universe is always a really exciting thing to me. You know, uh, I, I know from the Mandalorian, uh, where the IG-88 has a whole backstory that ties into A New Hope, and that, that particular style of droid has this... Uh, sort of long-standing history. There was, I don't know if you've been watching Book of Boba. I oh, I have. And if you, we're not going to do spoilers here, but the no, last no episode, spoilers. episode five. Woo! And so, so I'm not even caught up. I'm actually on episode four, but even in episode four, there was some new droids and things that we got to see. There was. It was very exciting. I, I really liked the, uh, the references they painted there. Definitely for sure. Now, one thing I really enjoyed, guys, about the first episode and about the fan film is you really see stormtroopers knowing people on the other side, on the side of the rebels. And that really creates some conflict within them, kind of on both sides. And it really brings that shades of gray thing to the forefront. Are we going to see any more of that in episode two? Oh, that is an interesting question. Um, I think not in this upcoming chapter necessarily. But long term in this series, absolutely. The short film ultimately was very much a proof of concept for what the series is going to be. And a lot of the ideas and conflicts you see in that short are going to play out in the series on a much larger scale. That's incredible. I love that. Well, we're running out of time. I knew we were going to do that. We have a couple of minutes left, though. Any closing thoughts, perhaps, on what the process of making this fan series, Bucketheads, and the movie, the 2018 fan film, has taught both of you? And what's next, actually, outside of Bucketheads for Transmute Pictures and what you guys are working on outside of Star Wars fan films? Ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relate this back to Book of Boba again without spoilers. Uh, but as a, as a topic of the show, you're only as good as your tribe. And I think that's a great um, thing that, that Mark and I have come to learn from uh, specifically making Bucketheads that, you know, this was our one of our first forays into true filmmaking, into high level filmmaking. And it must be stated that, you know, you can try and wear as many hats as you want, but that project will fail unless you give up the reins in some sense to those around you and you trust their expertise and their opinions. So that is certainly something that I personally feel I've, I've taken away from this project. Uh, and what's next for us? Uh, geez, transview pictures. Honestly, we, Marco and I, you know, we, as filmmakers, we love to get our hands into absolutely anything possible. So, uh, always just hoping that more projects, uh, you know, come across our desk or we, we receive more phone calls to come help other individuals on their own projects. And otherwise we do have a couple of, um, I don't know if you call them fully original ideas, but we'd like to, I, I suppose, license some particular properties and take a run at those after we're done with Bucketheads. That's awesome. Marco, any closing thoughts? I think Andy said everything that I had left to say. So, no, I don't. Well, that was short and sweet. Transmutepictures.com. Find out about everything Andy Brown and Marco Bossow. They do a tremendous job with this Star Wars fan film series and the fan film. If you have seen it, it's absolutely amazing. Bucketheads is going to be continuing with Chapter 2 coming out here May the 4th, May the 5th, somewhere around there. Stay tuned. We'll keep you posted here on the show. Transmutepictures.com. Bucketheads dash series.com find out about transmute pictures and the twin sun film foundation guys thanks for coming on the show we'll have you back perhaps as the new episode launches thanks for having us out noah noah here and across the county stay tuned there's more coming up go to their channel on youtube it's transmute pictures